the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Saturday night, Sunday morning, and we are here to praise the Lord. We are here to give honor and glory to God. We are here to seek the Lord in prayer. Wow, this week went by so fast. It is incredible how fast time is going by. This year is almost over, and we're looking forward to 2019. Are you? Are you looking forward to 2019? I am. I want to see the Lord move. I want to see the Lord change things. I want things... I'm seeking, I'm desiring for for tremendous things to happen in 2019, for the Lord to move, for people to be saved, for, for there to be healings and blessings, and for God's people to come together in unity, just around his word, unity in in his in his presence, in, in worship. Let's seek the Lord. Let's seek the Lord. Start praying for this new year. Start praying for, for what God has in store for this new year. I'm hoping and praying for an exciting time in his presence and in his will. Amen. Well, let's open the program in prayer. Uh, but first, let me tell you where you, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. Yes, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. We'll be here for the next hour, taking your calls, talking about the Bible, praying for your prayer requests. And like I said, let's open the show. Let's open the program with prayer. So, Father, we come before you, Lord. Yes, Lord, time is passing quickly. Time is passing quickly, and I pray, Lord, that you would use every minute, Lord, for your glory, for your purpose, for your plan, in your people's lives, in in the lives of your people. So, Father, I just thank you for this time, for this hour that we have in your presence with your people, Lord. I pray, Father, that lives would be touched tonight, lives would be changed, that there would be healings, that there would be miraculous things happening tonight, Lord, through the power of the Holy Spirit. So Holy Spirit, take over and do all that you desire to do in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, again, thank you for tuning in. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. We are a live program. We're here in studio, ready to take your calls, ready to pray for your prayer requests, just ready to seek the Lord on your behalf because we want to make a difference. We want to make an impact. We want to see God work. And I pray that the Lord would work in your life tonight when you call 888-995-5552. That's 888 888- 
888-528-5552 for the live on-air calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, you want to pray for somebody, I've got some people I want to pray for right now. But if you have somebody that you want to pray for, is there somebody in your heart or something going on in your life that you need the Lord to make a change, well, have him make a change by by, by, by praying, by seeking the Lord. The Bible tells us, is anyone among you sick? Then he must call for the elders of the church, and they are to pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will restore the one who is sick, and the Lord will raise him up. That's a promise you have from the Lord. But you have to call. Call. Call and seek. We will pray over you. And the anointing oil of the Holy Spirit will cover you. And God is able to heal your situation, your sickness, your disease, whatever is going on in your life, whatever situation needs to be changed, whatever problem there is that needs to be overcome. We need, you know, we were just reading uh, last night in, 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 in Second Corinthians that Paul prayed and God told him, my grace, my grace, my grace is sufficient for you. God's grace is sufficient for you. God's power is sufficient for you. God's ability is sufficient for every circumstance and every situation in your life. But you need to pray. Paul prayed, and we need to pray. We need to pray for God's grace, his mercy, his, his strength, his power. So call, and let's pray for your situation. Let's pray for the situation of your loved ones, whatever's going on in your life. Let's pray. Let's pray together, and let's seek the Lord. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on your calls for your prayer requests. You can also call in tonight with your Bible questions. If you have a Bible question, question about Christianity, the cults, the occult, if you have a question on world religion, whatever you're, whatever's on your mind tonight. Um, you know, last week uh, we had the, uh, the uh, elections and how did things go? What did you think about the elections? Uh, what, what, what did you, did, did, did the people who represent what you uh your beliefs were they elected to office? How do you feel about that? You know, let's talk about that. Uh, you know, the Bible tells us to pray for the our, 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 to pray for those who are in authority over us, and we need to pray for those elected officials. We need to pray for our government. We need to pray for our president. So, if you've got any thoughts about that, call in. Whatever's on your mind tonight, biblically speaking, uh, uh, questions about Christianity, whatever's on your mind tonight. Call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on your calls. If you need prayer or if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in. If you have a question, a topic, uh, a praise report, call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. And like I said, I have some people that, that we want to pray for. Uh, a friend of mine who is on the East Coast, uh, King George. Many of you know King George. Uh, we want to pray for him. Who's, he's in the hospital tonight, and he has some, he has some clogged arteries, uh, and they are doing some procedures to clear up the clogged arteries, uh, but he's feeling better, and we need to pray for him. Also, we want to pray for, uh, let's see, Elijah, Pastor David's uh, nephew, who's in the hospital. We want, to, we want the Lord to, to, to heal him, whatever's going on 
uh, with him. Also, there's a woman named Polly and also a woman named Sonia. We're going to pray for her. And also Jeremiah, of course, he uh, he texted me these names and he wants to, he needs prayer uh, for his mom and for him. So we just want to pray. Well, God, we just pray, Lord, your blessing upon upon Elijah, your blessing upon Sonia, your, your blessing upon Polly, Lord. Whatever's going on in their lives, well done. Whatever healing is needed, Lord, I pray healing in their life. I pray healing upon them, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would do a miraculous work. And Lord, we pray for Jeremiah and his mom. Lord, again, healing and provision, Lord, whatever is needed, we know that you're the God who provides. And Lord, we pray for King George. We pray, Lord, that you would minister to him that you would bless him, Lord. As you healed him in the past, Lord, I pray that you would heal him now, Lord. Heal his heart, Lord. Heal those those clogged arteries. Open those those arteries, Lord, that the blood would flow perfectly and clearly, Lord. I pray, Father, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And if you have a prayer, if, you, if there's something you'd like to pray about, someone you'd like to pray about, something, then call in tonight. Let's pray. God hears your prayers when you seek him. In Jeremiah, he tells us that when you seek him with all your heart, he will be found by you, declares the Lord. So let's seek him. If you have a question about the Bible, something that's on your mind tonight that you want clarification on, let's look it up. Let's see what the Bible says. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. For the live on your calls, if you need prayer, or if you know somebody who needs prayer, you want to pray about something, call in. If you want to ask a question about the Bible, about Christianity, call in again. The number is 888-995-5552. couple of announcements. As always, we want to invite you to the Friday night prayer meeting. We get together every Friday night at 8 o'clock in Arcadia for prayer and worship and to get before God in his presence, uh, to, to be in his word, you know. The three things that we need to do when we come to church is we need to pray. We need to praise, and we need to seek God's Word. We need to seek Him in His Word. We need to have God's Word hidden in our hearts always. So let's get together Friday nights for prayer. Let's get together for worship. Let's get together for God's Word. You know, uh, we just finished up uh, 2 Corinthians, uh, and now we're going into the Old Testament. Uh, something we haven't done yet. We, we want to get into the Old Testament, and we're going to be studying the book of Esther. So this is a good time to jump into the Friday night prayer meeting. This is a good time to get started. Come and join us uh, at 805 North 1st Avenue. That's 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. Uh, it's easy to get to off the 210 freeway. Just take the 210 freeway into the Arcadia area. Get off at Santa Anita Avenue, go north one block to Foothill Boulevard. You make a right turn, and you go one more block to First Avenue. Can't be easier than that. Make another right turn, and then you'll see us on the corner of Forest and First Avenue at 805 North First Avenue. Again, Friday nights at 8 o'clock. Come and join us for prayer. Come and join us for worship, and come and join us for the Bible study. Uh, we'll, we start at 8 o'clock, and we'll be there this coming Friday, starting in the book of Esther. So read the first chapter of Esther and come to the Bible study. Come to the prayer meeting. Get involved on Friday nights at 8 o'clock. Also, 
Remember, we're on podcast, so if you've missed the program, you can go to kkla.com and look us up on the podcast page. Share this uh, program with somebody. Let them know about the Gypsy Christian Hour. And download the KKLA app, of course, to stay in the, the gathering. You just heard the, 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 uh, the ad for the KKLA app at kkla.com. The gathering here at KKLA, there's all kinds of things going on, so you want to stay uh, in, involved, stay invested, stay in tune with what's going on here by downloading the free app. Okay, let's go to our first caller. If you're calling in, call in at 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on-air calls. If you have a question or if you have a prayer request, we'd love the opportunity to uh, pray for you and just seek the Lord on your behalf. So call in at 888-995-5552. Our first caller, we're going to talk to Christine. Hi, Christine. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help tonight? Yeah, thank you. Um, I have, um, oh, gee, it's a little bit of a complicated prayer, but first I want to start with, um, let's see, uh, two things. I have a question and a prayer request. My My question is, I was just thinking about it, and I was wondering, why isn't Jesus in the history books? What do you mean, in the history books? Well, well, like in other words, it's been proven that he, uh, you know, came to the world and everything. So mm-hmm. why don't they teach it like, uh, you know, like they teach black history and all that? Why don't they teach about Jesus? Well, if, if here's the thing. I'm just curious. Yeah, no, Jesus is in the history books. Okay. Oh, he is. Uh, yep. If you look in the history of Josephus, Josephus was a Jewish historian, and he mentions Jesus in uh, in his uh, in his uh, uh, writings, uh, so Josephus writes about Jesus. Uh, we there, there's other writings uh, mentioning uh, Jesus also, but you won't see him taught in school. Be- right, that's what I mean. Because yeah. they're going to teach they're going to teach different types of history. If they're teaching history of the history of Israel, they have to teach about Jesus. Jesus is a major part of the history of of, of Israel. Uh, the, he's he's the founder of the the largest religion in the world. So if you're gonna yeah. if you're gonna talk about different religions, if you you know my son studied different religions in uh, in middle school, he studied Islam, he studied the Jewish religion and Christianity, and it's all you know these are all things that are taught if the subject if they're teaching that subject. It depends on the curriculum of the school and what they're teaching. If you're going to go to seminar, you're mm-hmm. definitely going to get you're going to get the history of of Jesus. If you go to different if you go to a Christian school, of course they're going to mention the history, but in secular yeah, schools that, they don't usually yeah. mention the history of Israel or Christianity unless they're teaching on religion. And then they're going to include also Islam mm-hmm. and Buddhism and other religions also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish they would though. Huh? Wouldn't that be wonderful? Oh, of course. Did? Of course, but they, you know, for years, they have been getting, they have been secularizing, uh, or, yeah. or taking religion out of the schools. They did that back in the '60s when they took prayer out of the schools, and now they they, they don't allow you to to mention God. And you know, they tried to take, uh, or in some places, they've taken God out of the Pledge of Allegiance. And you know, it's it's just, mm-hmm. it's a terrible thing. But that's the way the world, and and we shouldn't be surprised. Because this is the, as we get closer to the end times, it's going to get more and more of what you're seeing now. Yeah. 
Okay, thank you for that. Um, all right, and my my prayer request is a little complicated, I think, maybe not to you, but um, I've had an ongoing illness, I guess, since I've been a teenager, but I never knew that I did, which was depression, and I didn't know that I had it until I got older and realized, oh, this is what I have. Mm-hmm. But I've always walked with the Lord and everything, and He's been very good to me. But I've gone through a lot of um, uh, a lot of pain and a lot of pain and suffering, mm-hmm. which made the depression worse. But now, um, you know, I think my gift from him is um, serving and mercy. And my depression has gone so bad that I can't serve anymore um, at all. But the have, reason I, I feel have that, you seen um, a doctor? Just to have you been? Yeah, have you well, been clinically? I did, but they want to give you medication, mm-hmm. and it, it made it's um, it made it worse. You know, it made like the side effects were really bad, so mm-hmm. I had no choice but to get off of it. Okay. Um, and but that's where the complication comes in, and hopefully, maybe you, being a man of faith, can understand this. I feel in my heart that. Maybe somehow I left an open door for Satan to get in because um, when I got off the antidepressant, I was only on it for four months and it caused a lot of problems. I got off of it. So now I am this uh, pretty good person. I, I consider myself, you know, a good person, compassionate, uh, helping others, the whole thing. But now I have this horrible rage rage anger mm. uh i have um no compassion for anybody um i mean i'm it's, it's just not me and i was reading in the word of god once and then i heard it on a program about when i forgot who it was that had the the unclean spirits and said please let them go into the pigs right well, this is what, I don't want to cry here, but this is what I feel. I feel somehow like I have some unclean spirits because mm. I this I am not the same person. And I am myself for about five or ten minutes when I wake up in the morning and I pray. But then, you know, this other person, it's almost like uh, the werewolf where he has these two sides and he's tormented. And that's what I feel. I feel extremely tormented. Well, Christine, let me... I, let me assure you yeah. this. If you're a Christian, and if you've yeah. been born again, the Holy Spirit yeah. lives within you, okay? The the people, the person you're talking about was demon-possessed. And there was a legion of spirits, uh, demons, in that person. And the demons cried out to let them go into the pigs, okay? So this was a demon-possessed person. Oh, if oh, you're a Christian, oh. you're not demon-possessed. Yeah. A demon cannot live within you. Because the Holy Spirit lives within you. And but, greater but he, greater is he who is yeah. in me than he who is in the world. So if the Holy Spirit lives within you, the the, the, the devil or the demon, demons cannot indwell you. They can't. Well, but th- th- this is where the problem is. I truly, when I read the Word of God and I tell him, you know, I doubt if your spirit is in me because I have this... Um, the other part of the of the 
sickness that I got is not just rage, but it's also um, cursing constantly mm. for anything. I could drop something, and yeah. I'm cursing, cursing, cursing. I mean, it's just not me at all. And it, so when when I calm down towards the end of the evening and pray, and in the morning when I pray, the first thing I say is, Lord, how can the Spirit of God live in me when I am... The, the answer, not clean. Well, I'm the answer clean. to the, the answer to that is that you're still in the flesh. You know, the flesh is still at work in you, and it's and the you know if you read uh, Galatians the fifth chapter, you know there are two forces at work within us. There are the flesh. Yeah. There's the flesh and then there's the spirit who are in opposition to each other. So what what I would what we're going to do is we're going to pray right now, and I'm going to encourage you to to get with your pastor. And get into counseling. Get into a Christian counselor who can mm-hmm. help you uh, in, in, and give you tools to help you work through this rage and work through uh, you know these things of, of, of acting out with the uh, with, with the bad language and with the cursing, you know, because there are ways to to uh, combat. There are ways to come against. Uh, these things, uh, which have nothing, you know, you, you don't, you, you, you don't have to go to medication. You don't have to take pills. There's our, there are meditation. You can meditate on the word of God. You can <laughs> spend time in prayer. You can spend time in his word. And there are ways of, of dealing with this. And I, I want to encourage you to yeah. get to a Christian counselor. Okay. So yeah, because what I wanted to say quickly is just that in other words, um, when I am calm, it's like when <laughs> I always say when the when the the spirit the unclean spirit leaves me and I'm calm and then someone cusses you know like if mm-hmm. I'm walking I hear someone say the word or something I'm, it just affects me horribly yeah. and I'm sensitive to it yeah. so it's not so much that it's it's me because my person wouldn't do it it's like something that you I know. cannot stop. You know, there's, it's, you know, it's if there is wrong. if there yeah, is depression wrong. in your life, you know, uh-huh. it, it, it could be clinical or it could be uh, a, a spiritual attack in in certain yes. ways. So we're going to pray against that right now, Father. We come before you, Lord, and I just bring Christina before you, Lord. I just we just bring her before you, Lord, and Lord, I just I just I just ask you, Lord, to heal her from this depression, Lord. That wherever there is. Uh, anxiety or fear, Lord, that you would give peace, Lord, that she would trust you in so many ways, Lord, to just to just keep her in your in the in in your hands, in your arms, Lord, that you would just embrace her, Lord, in such a way, Lord, that she would feel the peace of God, and she wouldn't feel the need to curse, and she wouldn't feel the the need to be anxious or fearful, Lord, that you, Lord, would give her a spirit of trust a spirit of encouragement, a spirit of hopefulness, Lord, that you would take this depression away from her, Lord, and that you would give her a sound mind, a disciplined mind, a well-maintained mind, Lord, who, who, who constantly is meditating on your word. Lord, Philippians, the fourth chapter, tells us to think of beautiful things, lovely things, things worthy and honorable, Lord, and the, and the God of, of peace will guard our hearts when we do this, Lord. So I just pray, Lord, that you would lead 
Christine, Lord, to a, a, a counselor, Lord, uh, someone who will give her good Christian advice, Lord, and lead her down the paths of righteousness and holiness, Lord, and, and a sound mind, Lord. That, Lord, that you would just do a mighty work in her life, Father. Lord, that you would protect her against any evil influence, Lord, that you would put a hedge of protection around her, Lord, that your army of angels would protect her, Lord, from any evil influence or any spirits of depression, Lord. I just pray, Lord, your grace, your mercy, your peace, your strength, and your power upon her in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. And my last question, because I, I don't want to keep you, is just, so the Spirit of God is not in me right now, correct? No, the Spirit I, I of God, no, He lives in you. He, Jesus said that when you give your life to Him, He will come and make His abode in you. He will come and live within you. The Spirit of God lives within you. The Bible tells us that you have not only been uh, saved, but you've been sealed by the Holy Spirit. That means that means that, there, that there's a stamp on you that says you belong to God. You belong to Jesus Christ. You've been bought by the price. You, you've, been, you've been paid for. When Jesus said to telestai on the cross, that means paid in full. All of your sins have been paid for in full, and now you are, you've been bought with a price, and that price was his suffering on the cross, and there's a stamp on you, and it's the seal of the Holy Spirit. And he's given, so, he's given you his so, Holy Spirit yeah. to live within you. So but God so dwells. Un, I, I know, but I'm so unclean right now. That's the thing. I, how, could, how could he but you see, live he doesn't see you. But you see, he doesn't see you. God does not see you in your unrighteousness. He sees you mm. through the righteousness of Christ. That his righteousness has been imputed or, or, or put upon you, laid upon you. And he sees you through Christ. See, God could never, no matter how good we are or how good we could try to be, Christine, God could never look upon us in our goodness because our goodness doesn't, doesn't, doesn't measure up to God's standards. He sees us through the goodness, through the righteousness of Jesus Christ. He sees okay. you through his son. Okay, thank you for that. And uh, I'm going to leave you now, but can we pray whenever, if you have a little time, for what happened uh, at Thousand Oaks. That's yes, all yes. Thank people. you for thank you okay. for mentioning that. I'm going to pray for that okay. right now. Okay. Thank you. God bless. God you bless you, everything. Christine. God bless Bye-bye. you. Bye bye. And I'm so glad Christine reminded me of the fires in Thousand Oaks. Let's pray for the people that have been been have been uh, evacuated, and let's pray for the safety of those people, and that the, that the Lord would just comfort them. And also, we want to pray for the victims of last week's shooting. So, Father. Lord, this, this, this area has been bombarded, has been so attacked, Lord, and literally attacked in such a way, Lord. So we pray for the victims, Lord, of the shooting from last week. I pray for the families, Lord, who have lost loved ones. I pray for the ones who are still in the hospitals. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would heal those who have been injured and that you would comfort those who have lost loved ones. I pray for the, all the families and people that are, have been touched by this fire in, in, in Malibu and in, the, in that area, Lord. I just pray that you would keep everyone safe, including the firefighters, Lord, that you would just empower them, Lord, and give them wisdom on how to fight this fire. And, Lord, that you would give them the ability, Lord, the, the power to, 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 to extinguish all of these fires, Lord, and that you would save those involved, Lord. Keep them safe, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And I encourage you, please, keep these... Keep the keep the the the, the victims in, in your prayers, and pray for the firefighters and pray for the ones who are affected by the fire. Amen. 
let's go back to our phone lines. If you want to call in tonight, the number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. If you have a prayer request or you want to ask a question or both, call in. Let's go to our next caller, and we're going to talk to Mark. Hi, Mark. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hey, Sammy. God bless you. God bless you, my friend. How are you? Doing okay. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I was calling in the station tonight. Um, Someone asked me a question last week, and I wasn't able to answer. So I told him, let's call Sammy and get his uh, biblical opinion on it. Okay. Um, It's a two-part question. Uh, the the one part question is uh, the Jewish symbol star that we see today. Mm-hmm. He asked me uh, that symbol that we see today. Uh, they asked me was that a symbol that was a, a pagan god or mm. a symbol of a pagan god that was uh, was um, a symbol of that that somehow the Jews. Um, inherited that or took that uh, symbol and they used that as the Jewish star that we see today. Uh, I told him I don't know. I don't know the answer to that, so we want, yeah. I wanted to ask your opinion on that. And the second part of the question is regarding the days of the week, mm-hmm. uh, our days, that those names were um, names that were inherited by our names of, of gods or idols. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what is your opinion on that, Sammy? Well, the deal with, let's talk about the Star of David first. Okay. The, the Star of David or uh, the Shield of David, the Magen David, uh, I think it's pronounced in Hebrew, um, it, it's not an ancient symbol of, of Israel. It's only been used since like uh, around, I think it's like the eight the late 1800s, uh, the symbol was put on a flag and used as a symbol for, for, for Zionists or for the, the, the for, for, um, it represented the Zionist community, uh, Jewish community. So you, you don't see it, you don't see it, it hasn't been an ancient, like David didn't use the star to represent his kingdom. You, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you, you might see the star on a synagogue, um, a hexagram. It appeared they appeared occasionally on ancient synagogues, but it was never used to uh, represent Israel or to represent uh, David's kingdom or anything like that. Uh, right. So it's not something that that was used in in ancient times. It's it's been used more in recent times within the last 150 200 years to represent uh, Israel. So okay. I don't believe it's a I don't believe it's a pagan it does I I don't believe it's pagan or uh, or um represent, a representative of a pagan god I'm not sure I don't know for sure but I don't think it's representative of any pagan gods uh it's a hexagram it's two triangles put together one one upside down from the other um right you know and it's uh I don't, I don't know what else to say. It's not like the menorah or or or, or a shofar or a, l- a lulav that was used, you know, at the times of David. It wasn't there. It didn't exist back then. It's it's more of a, a more of a recent, modern uh, type of symbol that's been used for Israel. Okay. 
Good. And your other question, I don't know if that answers your question, but it's it's not something that 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 David would have been that would have been associated with David during his lifetime or even uh, right after his right after his king years. It's more of a recent thing. Okay, so basically, more majority of the of the answer would be that it is not. A pagan symbol. Not that I'm aware of. No, I don't. I don't. Okay. I don't see it anywhere in any other. I don't see it in any pagan in any pagan religions. I don't see. You know, you'll you'll see uh, a pentagram representing sa- Satanism, but not a right. hexagram. Uh, a pentagram okay. is a five pointed star. A hexagram is a six pointed star. Okay. Big difference. Big difference. Oh yeah, yeah. Big difference. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. That's that's so uh, that, that helps a lot. The second question is regarding the days of the week that mm-hmm. we that we use today: Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, right. Thursday. Uh, so the the person Bobby that asked me that question yeah. regarding the star was they they heard that those names were uh they're they're gods. all they're all pagan gods every one of them okay. every okay. every single name uh, well if you uh, the, the sunday uh is is of course named after the sun and okay. and uh, uh monday is named after the moon those are those are those are like no brainer okay. you, you can figure it out pretty easily okay. saturday is named after the 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 god of uh, or the the planet saturn but it was also a god. Saturn was right. a god. And then you have Tuesday, uh, which is related to Mars. Um, I forget the Norse, the Norse god that he's named after, but he's related to the god of Mars, uh, the god of, of war. And then Wednesday is, is Woden's Day. He's, a Norden, he's the, Northern, the Norse god, uh, mm-hmm. Woden, and that's how we get Woden's Day became Wednesday. And then Thursday is Thor's day, the god Thor. Thor. Thor's day. Okay. Uh, Friday, I'm not sure. I forget which one is Friday. But every day of the week is named after some some god. Uh, and even the even the 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 the, 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 um, the the months of the year are all named after different kinds of gods or 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 or, or uh, planets. Uh, January, I think, is the, the god Janus, and then March, is, of course, is Mars. So there's there, there, there's all they're, they're all taken from pagan uh, gods or planets or things like that. The, okay, I mean, does it make a difference? My, my question is: Does it really make a difference? Uh, not. It's just a historic, yeah. a study word. Mm-hmm. You know, just you know. Um, a good study no. is to look at the look at the look at the the chain the, where we got our calendar from. We got our calendar from uh, the Gregorian calendar. Calendar uh, is the modern calendar that we use today compared to the Julian calendar, which was the the ancient calendar. wasn't It wasn't it wasn't perfect. It wasn't uh, correct. It didn't number the days. And then Pope Gregory instituted the Gregorian calendar that we have today. And it mm-hmm. and it updated all of the days of the year, and it, and the reason it was updated was because they didn't get Easter right. 
They never had mm. Easter on the right day or, or, or Resurrection Day on the right day. And it was it's an interesting it's an interesting uh, study if you guys want to get into that. Yeah, it's good. Now, Sammy, regarding the days of the week, mm-hmm. we know that these are ancient gods. Right. Uh, these were not part of America, United States. Where did where did these where did these originally come from? Well, we inherited we inherited we inherited this calendar from uh, from the Gregorian from from Pope Gregory uh, in the 1500s. Pope Gregory. Uh, uh, said we need to update the calendar, we need to make it right so we get the days of the, 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 the exact days of the year right. So back in the 1800s, or 1500s, I should say, Pope Gregory instituted the correction of the Julian calendar. The Julian calendar, it comes from like uh, Rome. Roman, okay. uh, uh, Roman emperors, uh, they named the, 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 the months, they named the days, uh, okay. You know, so we we inherited this from Europe, from from, from Europe. Europe, from Rome, uh, from Greek culture, from the Norse uh, culture of the, uh, you know, the Norway, the, uh, Sweden. The the Vikings had Norse gods. They were the they 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 worshipped the Norse gods. Odin uh, was was one of their the main gods, and we inherited. All of this from them. So we got our calendar from Europe, from uh, the Gregorian calendar from Pope Gregory. Amen. Amen. Good. Very good. Answered a lot of a lot of area. Answered a lot of area. That was good. God bless you, Sammy. Okay, Thank Mark. You. God bless um, you. Good. Good questions. Let the guys know. Hey, let you know. Let the guys know. We're getting together every Friday night for Bible study. If you guys want to come over. Okay, All I right. will. God bless. God bless you, Sammy. Good, Good night. night. Let's go back to our phone lines, and we're going to talk to Jeremiah. Hey, Jeremiah, you're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hey, Sammy. How you doing today? Doing okay. God bless you. Okay, I had a question for you, two questions, and then after that I'm going to need you to pray for me. Okay. okay I try to tell this guy, Joe, next door to me, okay, because he was saying before God comes, the Antichrist has got to come, and we're going to see the Antichrist. And I told him that's not true, mm-hmm. and, he, and he says, because it's, it's in the Bible, oh, before Christ comes, the Antichrist will come, and we will meet him. Mm-hmm. That's not true. I know that. Okay. But well, could you clear that up? Yeah, well, there's, uh, there's differing opinions about that, Jeremiah. I'm of the opinion that we're, we're, we won't be here for the Antichrist because we're going to go in the rapture. And you'll see and that— And we're going to meet God in the clouds. Right. You'll see that in, in First Corinthians. Thessalonians, the fourth chapter, that Jesus comes back and he takes up the church, and then after that, the Antichrist is revealed, and there's seven years of tribulation, and then after the seven years of tribulation, then Jesus comes back for the second time and destroys the work of the enemy, and there's a big battle at Armageddon, and Jesus comes back and uh, finishes the work and and, and ends up putting Satan and all those who follow him into the lake of fire. And judges, yes, and he judges all the unrighteous. Make a perfect world, right? And then we're then the then the millennium comes. The, the millennial kingdom comes in, and after that, eternity. Okay, that's good. Well, that's good. Yeah. I try to tell somebody that. Okay, then another question. Does it say in the Bible too? Because the days are going to go fast. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could point to a specific. Uh, 
scripture that says the days are going to go past. I mean, the, 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 it seems, you know, as we get older, it seems like the days pass faster, but an hour still has the same amount of minutes and, uh, and the minutes have the same amount of seconds. You know, time doesn't change. It's just our perspective of time changes. And as we get older, Jeremiah, it seems like time passes I know because faster. you've seen how fast were eleven days in November. Yeah, yeah. This year, this year's yeah, gone by. Yep. Yeah. Thank God for that. I can't yep. wait to twenty eighteen. Okay, and then I have one more question. That's it. Let me ask you something. Since you was naming the days and you was telling Mark about the days, uh-huh. like what is Saturday and what is Saturday represent? I think it's the Sabbath, right? Well, Saturday yeah. is is the Sabbath. It's the seventh day of the week. It's the day when God rested. But Saturday is named after. The uh, I think it's the Roman god or the Greek god Saturn. That's where we get the name okay. Saturn Day. It's our Saturday. That's the that's okay. the name of the of the god. Now let me ask you something. The false uh, god that is named that the day is named after. Okay, and let me ask you, what about Friday? The, Friday, I, I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't remember the name. The name. I don't remember who or what Friday is named after. I don't remember that one. Okay. Well, okay. All right. Well, we we need a prayer for God to change my life for 2019 and for everything to go good in my life. Well, Mugodad, I just pray. I for, yes. I hope everything goes good in 2019. Yes, Lord, we pray for a good year, Lord. We pray, Lord, for a year of change, Lord, a year of prosperity, a year, Lord, that we see your blessings and we see your work accomplished, Lord, that many, would, that many souls would be one for the kingdom, Lord, and that your kingdom would be increased, Lord, and that the the king the Lord that your people would would increase in 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 our ability Lord to serve you obey you Lord and go forward in your will so Father I just pray for Jeremiah and his mom Lord for a good year for a blessed year for a year in uh, empowered by your Holy Spirit I pray in Jesus name Amen Amen, Amen. Okay God bless you Jeremiah you, Thanks family. for calling God bless in you. Happy Lord's Day God bless and if you'd like to call in tonight. We've got a couple of open lines. You can call in at 888-995-5552. Our next caller, we're going to talk to Eddie. Hi, Eddie. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hi, Sam. How are you doing? Doing all right. How can we help tonight? What's going on? Well, I know what the answer for Friday is, and that's the Gypsy Bible Study Hour. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Say that again? The, uh, oh, the Gypsy Christian. Yeah. Okay, Friday, sure. I'm- yeah, I was going to ask you, how do you get there? Oh, how do you get to the the church? Yeah. Uh, where are you coming from? From Whittier. From Whittier, you take the 605 freeway north to the uh-huh. 210 west and get off at uh-huh. Santa Anita Avenue. Okay. It's easy. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I had a question. Um, I had a friend of mine. Um, he goes on YouTube a lot. Uh-huh. And and YouTube has a lot of, uh, they have a lot of uh, things about pastors that are burning in hell because they didn't preach the truth. Mm-hmm. You know? So um, he claims that this lady, that the angel Gabriel took her down to hell to visualize these people mm-hmm. that are, you know, down there. Uh-huh. Now, what do you think about that? Well, I don't know. I don't know what her what 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 she says she saw, yeah. or what I, I haven't heard her testimony. I can tell you, I've heard the testimony of Bill Bill Weiss, who is the author of Twenty Three Minutes in Hell, 
and yeah. uh, the, the testimony he has is uh, is amazing. Uh, it's biblical, and he has a, a tremendous testimony and a message that he gives that hell is not someplace anybody would ever want to be. It's not what uh, it's not what has been portrayed in 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 certain writings and movies and things. Hell is not someplace you ever want to be. Uh, there's no, uh, there's no parties. There's no enjoyment. There's, it's just a place of suffering and torment and, uh, regret and loneliness and just pain. And, uh, you know, to, to, I, I would encourage you to he- listen to Bill Weiss or get his book, uh, because, uh, it's, it's, it's really incredible. The testimony that this man has, uh, he says, he says, you don't have to believe, believe me that I've experienced this, but listen to what I have to say. It's it's pretty uh-huh. amazing. Uh, I can't uh, you know I can't comment on this woman because I didn't yeah. hear her testimony. But I can't comment on what Bill Weiss has said. Yeah, yeah, because I heard it. I saw it on YouTube, and it was kind of strange. Yeah. Well, here's the thing: take whatever you listen to, whatever you hear, take it and compare it to what the Bible says. You know, the Bible is our final court of arbitration. The Bible is our final authority. Sola Scriptura. It's the Bible. It's the Bible. It's the Word of God all the time. Be a Berean. You know, the the book of Acts calls the Bereans noble. They were more noble than the Thessalonians because they took what Paul said and they compared it to Scripture. So whatever you're listening to or whatever you're, you're, you're watching or listening to or hearing, Compare it to the Word of God, because the Word of God is where we can, where we put our trust and our faith. Amen? Okay, Sammy, thanks. Uh, All right, man. God bless you, Eddie. Thanks for calling in tonight. We're going to go to our next caller, and we're going to talk to Patsy. Hi, Patsy. How can we help Hi, tonight? Sammy. What's going on? Um, I'd like to pray for my husband, Liza. He's still in the hospital. It's going on almost four months, um, but I do want to give a praise report. My grandson... Is out of the hospital. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the and Lord. He's home and he's healthy. Thank you, Jesus, and praise God for that. Amen. And thank all the ones that prayed and all the guys. God Amen. bless everybody for praying. And Patsy, what's your husband's name again? Liza. Liza. Yeah. Okay, let's pray for Liza. Mordad, we just pray for Liza right now, Mordad. I thank you and I praise you, Mordad, because you are at work, and even though it's been four months, Mordad, we know. Mugodel, you have a purpose and a plan for Liza Mugodel. Te sasteras les Mugodel, te des les zor. Mugodel, tu te des les iputiare Mugodel, the strength and the power that he needs to be risen up from that bed Mugodel, to be home with his family Mugodel, and to live in a per- in perfect health Mugodel, because the God of mercy, the the awesome God of power, has touched his life Mugodel. I just pray, Mugodel, for Liza, Mugodel, that we would see more and more of your blessing poured out upon him, Mugodel. And I pray for Patsy, Mugodel, that you would empower her, that you would keep her strong, Mugodel, strengthen her faith, Mugodel, and her trust in you, Mugodel. And I thank you for the praise report, Mugodel, of the healings that you've given already, Father. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name, Mugodel. Amen. Amen. Thank you, guys. God bless. God bless you, Patsy. Let's go back to the phone lines. But before I do that, let me give you the number. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. We've got about uh, 14 minutes left in the program if you want to call in tonight for a prayer request or a question or whatever's on your mind tonight. It's 
995-5552. We're going to go back to the phone lines and talk to Alex. Hey, Alex, you're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hey, Sam, how are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. Um, so I'm going to ask you a question. I don't know if you've been asked this before. Uh-huh. Um, so you know the story of the thief on the cross? Right. Uh, where, where Jesus tells him that he'd be in paradise with him like that same day? Mm-hmm. Or at least that's how it's made to seem, like, because of the punctuation. Anyways, um, so after Jesus resurrects, one of the the female disciples, she goes to look in the tomb, uh, and then Jesus, like, I guess she tries to go and hug him because she's, she's so shocked that, you know, Jesus was resurrected. And Jesus says, oh, woman, why are you clinging to me for... Um, I have not yet ascended to the Father. Mm-hmm. So I guess he said that he hadn't been to heaven or he hadn't been to the Father yet. Mm-hmm. So then so then why did he tell the thief that he'd be in paradise? So so I guess my question is, where did, where was Jesus? Mm-hmm. Or where was paradise, died? right? Or I guess, yeah. Well, let's, let's look at this. He said, uh, truly I say to you today, you shall be with me in paradise, okay? Now, you mentioned punctuation. Uh, When they wrote this in Greek, there is no punctuation. Right. There's no periods, there's no no commas, there's no exclamation points, there's no punctuation at all. There's no chapters, there's no verses. They wrote this uh, in in, in secular Koine Greek, and there's no... So you, you infer what is he saying by the context... And he said, today you shall be with me in paradise. Uh, he's, you know, the Jehovah Witnesses, they put the punctuation like this. I truly tell you today, like he's talking in the, in the present tense, today, I tell, I'm talking to you today that you will be with me in paradise. So it's not like that at all. Uh, and it's been proven like that in every, every Bible that, that I know, uh, whether it's the King James or the Living, they all put the punctuation and all interpret it the same way. I tell you that today you shall be with me in paradise. And the last thing he said on the cross was, Father, into thy hands I commit my spirit. So, uh, so he did. He committed his soul. He committed his spirit, and then he gave. He and then he died willingly. He didn't die from a heart attack. He didn't die from 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 the from the, the from the loss of blood. He gave up his spirit. He died when he wanted to die. He left his body when he wanted to leave his body. And I think that's an awesome testimony to the power of Jesus Christ. So where did he go after he died? He, he didn't go to, directly to the Father, even though he said, Father, into thy hands do I commit my spirit. He went to the grave. He went to the place called Sheol, or paradise, or the waiting place. You see, when people died... And we see this in the, the story of Lazarus and the rich man. The believers went to a place called Paradise or Abraham's bosom, and the non-believers went to a place of torment. And what, what, what were they non-believers or believers of? They, they died in the belief of the coming Messiah or the disbelief. They did, either believed in the Messiah, they either looked forward to the Messiah, or they didn't look forward to the Messiah, and that's where the difference was. If they had a faith and relationship and belief in God, or they didn't. So the the believers went to paradise, or Abraham's bosom, and non-believers went to a place of torment, which was separated by a great gulf or a chasm, some, some place that they couldn't 
couldn't uh, uh, cross over. So that's where Jesus went, and that's where the thief on the cross met Jesus when he died. So does that answer your question? Yeah, because uh, the articles that I was reading, what you just said, like it, it mentioned, it mentioned that how in the Old Testament, uh-huh. when people would, when people would pass away, then they'd go to to Sheol. Like it, it's a lot to do with words and how they're translated uh-huh. nowadays too. Um, but yeah, yeah, that that answers my question. Okay, cool. I'm glad we yeah. can help. Yeah. All, All right, right, Alex. Well, God, God bless you. Thank Th- you. Thank you, Alex. God bless. Uh, let's go back to our phone lines. We've got a few minutes left. Let's talk to Martha. Hi, Martha. You're on the Gypsy Hi, Christian can... Hour. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you perfectly. Okay. Well, I had a little episode. I was in the hospital for a month because I had septicemia that went to all blood infection that goes to all parts of your body and your organs. Mm-hmm. And before I went, I had a vision that I would be going down a dark tunnel, but at the end there would be Jesus Christ. And I said, do you want me to do that? There was no answer. Mm-hmm. But I believe that the septicemia was like going down a dark path, that the devil was with me. Mm-hmm. Before I went, I prayed to God and said, I can't do this. And um, I went, and I had great care. My roommate was excellent. We partied every night. Jesus Christ met me at the end and said, Now, you are my daughter, and um, every day is a new day. And I just wanted to thank him for that. Well, let's thank him right now. Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for this experience that Martha had, Lord. We thank you, Lord, and I pray, Father, that you would... Just encompass her with your love as you did that night, Lord, that you that you showed her this vision, Lord. I just pray for Martha, Lord. I pray for your blessing upon her, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, for her salvation and the salvation that you give to all who will call upon the name of Jesus, who will all who will surrender to Jesus, all those who will give their life to Christ. And I pray, Lord, that there'll be somebody tonight, somebody tonight who will listen and who will hear these words, Lord, and ask you for forgiveness and ask you for life, life eternal. Lord, I pray, Lord, for the born-again experience, Lord. As Martha has received and as Martha has experienced you, Lord, I pray that others will experience you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you, Martha. Thank you for calling in and thank you for that testimony. And I just uh, was reminded, we want to pray for Pastor Coco and his family. Uh, I heard recently that Pastor Coco's wife, is she went home to be with the Lord. So we just pray, Father. Well, I just pray your blessing upon Pastor Coco and his family, Lord. I pray your comfort and your peace upon them, Lord. I pray, Lord, that, that, that your ministering Holy Spirit would fill their hearts, fill their minds. Lord, fill that house, fill wherever, wherever they are, Lord. I just pray, Lord, that they would understand and know and feel and experience the 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 love of god the love of the holy spirit upon them right now guard their hearts guard their minds lord and give them the strength lord to get through this time lord to keep walking forward lord as you take them forward through this time you said blessed are those who mourn for they shall be comforted and i pray your comfort upon them in jesus name amen amen uh, well, let's go to our next caller, and we're going to talk to Vicky. 
Hi, Vicky. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help you tonight? Hey, Vicky, you need to you need to shut off your radio because there's a 10 second delay. I can hear the radio in the background. So please, please shut off your radio. I right now. Okay, cool. I just did. Yeah, I just ran to the phone. Yeah, I okay. Radio down I, was, I just got home, but I'm thankful that, that I could talk with you. I have a question. Okay, the Bible says that Jesus said that he knew us before the foundation of the world. Right. Uh, he also said that he predestined us. Um, I know, and I'm sure you've heard the Calvinist uh, mm-hmm. and those other teachings that, that says that Jesus did not die for everyone, that he just died for a, a selective few people. Well, he, it says he, deli- he died for the elect. Okay. That's what, that's what the Calvinist teaching says. Right, you're right. Yeah, yeah, he, that's what I mean. He died for the elect. Right. In other words, he didn't die for everybody, but we know that he did die for everybody. But the scripture that said that uh, he knew us before the foundation of the world and that he predestined us, I believe that what that means, those two scriptures, and I just wanted to hear what the Holy Spirit, you know, is telling you that it means. I believe that Jesus knew who was going to reject him and who was going to mm-hmm. accept him. Yeah. Well, the, 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 I have to go quickly here because I only have a couple okay. minutes. Okay. The thing okay. is, it, we all know that God elects and God predestines. Okay, the 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 the, uh, the debate comes not on if He does, because we know He does. He He predestines mm-hmm. and He elects. On what basis does God predestine? On what basis does God elect? Does he elect out of his foreknowledge? Like you were saying, he knows the decisions you're going to make. He knows the decisions you make, so he's going to choose you according to your decisions that you make? Or is he going to elect just on his uh, capriciousness where he just picks here and there? And No, I believe that God predestines because he knows who's going to receive him, who's going to accept uh, Jesus. You know, yes. he elects those who will be saved, not those who are going to be saved and then they're saved. No, I don't believe that. I believe that That's... God that that, that God pre- predestines and elects according to His foreknowledge, and He knows what you're going to do, but He doesn't violate your free choice. He doesn't. That's true. And also, so, I want to say one other thing because quickly, quickly, Jesus, Jesus died for everybody. Amen. He know? died. And, and the he, Bible he says, "For God so loved the world that yeah. He gave His only begotten Son." Gotta go, Vicky. Thank you for your call. God bless. Well, as you can tell, as you can hear, we are so out of time. You know, I just said, you know, the time just seems to go fast, and especially on the Gypsy Christian Hour. So I uh, hope you enjoyed the program tonight. I hope you'll join us for Friday night. We're starting the new, t- the new study on the book of Esther. Come and join us on Friday nights at 8 o'clock. Be there for prayer and worship. Be there for the Word of God. And then come back here and join us for the Gypsy Christian Hour when we pray for your prayer requests and answer your questions. So, God bless you and good night. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.